follow your passion first. Um, when I retired from the game, you know, I sat there asking kind of all the wrong questions. You know, what's the biggest industry I can get into? And it's all the wrong stuff. And you got to sit there and ask yourself, okay, what am I truly passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? And when you feel that way, I, honestly, I mean, you feel like you have never worked a day in your life. It's the most fun thing in the world. You get up in the morning excited about what you're doing. And you got to be really honest with yourself about it. If you wake up in the morning and you're dreading going to work, dude, do something else. Right. Do something else. And those are hard decisions to make. But when you make those decisions, it's a very liberating experience. And you find out that the rewards will come. I think the best way to prove your, your value is to work, is to learn, is to absorb, uh, to be a sponge. But you always want to outwork your potential. As hard as you believe you can work, you can work harder than that. And that's what I tried to do when I first came in the league. But you know, basketball is such a direct competition sport. And me coming in at 17, I hated when like my teammates would say, you know, I get hit with an elbow, right? Shaq would hit me with an elbow in practice. And, like, you know. Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Wow. I never thought I'd say this. And I never thought that I'd be talking about Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace to Kobe Bean Bryant. Rest in peace to Gianna Bryant and the seven, seven victims that lost their life in a helicopter crash. And um, I'm just flabbergasted still to this day. I still can't believe that we're saying rest in peace to Kobe Bean Bryant. It's just surreal, man. A father of four, a family man, a businessman, so inspirational, a producer, an icon, five-time NBA world champion, two-time NBA finals MVP, one-time NBA MVP, and eight-time perennial all-star. He's also Academy Award winner for his cartoon and an author. Rest in peace to Kobe Bean Bryant. Also would like to welcome to the podcast a friend of mine that I've known for a very long time. He is a writer and a director for the new movie League 215, he also has the lead role member in the building as well. What is your name, good brother? Well, my name is Wante. Wante. So I appreciate y'all coming on the podcast, man. I know a lot of people are still thinking about Kobe being Brian and what happened to his daughter and the seven victims. When you first heard the news, Antoine, where were you at and how did you hear about it? I think my brother uh, messaged me. Okay. Like, Yo, Kobe died. So I instantly got on my phone and looked. I was like, wow. Right. Yeah, it was crazy. What about you, man? Because you, off off the mic, you told me that, you know, mm -hmm. basically, he was a big inspiration for you. Yeah, yeah. You bought all his jerseys. You was yeah. a real big fan. How yeah. did you hear about the news, and what was the, your first thoughts? Because when I first got the news, I got it from my nephew, and I thought he was playing mm -hmm. because my nephew Marquise likes to play a lot. So I thought he was just playing with me. I didn't really take it serious until I went on my phone and seen right. – but I don't believe everything that TMZ say, and right. I really am kind of like mad at TMZ for releasing the news the way they did it. Right. But that's another story. But tell me about your feelings and when you first found out. Uh, yeah, my daughter actually was 
downstairs when we was at the house and she texted me mm-hmm. and I didn't I didn't see my phone go off or hear it go off and she came right. up and was like mm-hmm. daddy did you, did you see what I uh what I text you right and I'm like um I was like nah what you mean she said like, look yeah. at your phone look at your phone and I grabbed it and I saw the TMZ article and I'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. this just this, this can't be real like my heart dropped to my to my stomach I'm like nah not my boy like my daughter they all know how much I love Kobe like right uh the the last jersey I got she bought me for Christmas so wow. it's like it's that deep so yeah yeah I mean it was bad like I said and then instantly my phone started going off like a couple of my boys started hitting me up like yo bro you right. good I know Kobe was your man that was your favorite athlete yo you you straight yeah and I'm like ah bro I'm like dang and then when I heard about Gigi I'm like you hear me I'm saying Gigi like like I know her yeah, <laughs> knew her or whatever. yeah. yeah. you know like, yeah when I heard about that that's just it just broke me down man I was like wow yo like I you know I'm not like a lot cry like it was somebody I knew I cried as well you know what I mean yeah because initially the news said that they all died on a helicopter right so us being fathers how did y'all feel when y'all found out mm. that his daughter died as well because you a father I'm a father and you're a father. So we right. all three can relate about, and now it's a new hashtag starting girl dad. Like that's mm-hmm. the new thing now. Everybody's posting ever since the ESPN correspondent started that hashtag and talked about him on SportsCenter. What is your feelings about having, being a being a father and not able to protect your daughter in that situation? Yeah, it was crazy. The first thing I thought about was, like how it happened, okay, it was a helicopter crash, you know, like what was his last words to his daughter? Like right. how how did everybody everybody on the on the helicopter, how did they feel? What was they going through? Like yeah. what was his last words to her? Right. Like that's the first thing is I thought about. Then I thought about like what I do, you know, film. I know my sons like they like what I do, you know, they wanna be with me. So yeah. I, it made me think about that, like, dang, like that's this it was like it was crazy. Absolutely, yeah. man. And speaking of film, man, my man Antoine is doing a real B.I.G. So let's talk about films, man. Let's talk about a little bit how you got started and what initiated you to make this movie, League 215, write it, direct it, the whole shebang. Tell me the initial writing, the first page, the script. How did you come about bringing this film together? And it's based on boxing, correct? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, drama on uh, boxing and stuff like that, fighting. uh, Okay. So I started when I was a young and you know, I, I knew this dude, he used to have me out there selling CDs and DVDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Who you talking about? I'm talking about you. <laughs> oh shit. So, yo, that's crazy, bro. Yeah, but no, but to be honest, like from from mm. being with you and being around like that, that that era, you know, like yeah. just entertainment that I knew, always knew that's what I wanted to do. Okay. I started out with music. I'm like, oh, that's, that's not for me. Then I right. always was a film dude. Always loved movies. Always loved acting. Yeah. Quoting movies and stuff like that. Always right. was a good writer. So yeah. um, I did a few short films mm-hmm. and then I said, I want to go for, do a feature film. Right. And that's how this came about, League 215. And what is the movie about, actually? Uh, so the movie is about a police officer who, uh, mm-hmm. you know, take a wrong path, kind of like some road cop, team of road cops. Uh, one get the bad end of the deal, and he okay. come home from jail looking for revenge. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. So, all right. So what is your what is your role in the film? And tell me how you and Antoine got together and put this together. How long you been on Antoine? Uh, I've been on Antoine for a couple of years now. Um, but, okay. Um, I played a role of Malachi, um, which is the, the lead role of the um, film. Um, I, actually, we met 
a couple years ago on another short film that he did called Deadbeat, Story of a Broken Home. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember yeah. Deadbeat talking about the, the dead and different yeah. things yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I was I was actually in that. It was funny because like it just hit me out the blue one day on, <laughs> on, <laughs> on IG. On a wing, like a random yeah, type Instagram. shit. Instagram, like I didn't know who he was or nothing. And he didn't say like, hey, my name is Antoine, I do movies. <laughs> he just hit me on the DM. I was like, so you act, huh? <laughs> and I was like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this nigga. Antoine, a funny bull. So I was like. So you act, huh? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Yeah, LOL. He's like, I think I got a part for you. Da, 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 right. da. He sent it mm-hmm. to me. I was like, oh, yeah, cool, dope. Right. Came through, did it. You know, and we just, you know what I mean? We just Vibe. good vibes. Yeah. 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 From then on, we did a couple other projects together. Okay. Um, And then I actually went to a casting call, an audition um, that he had going on for this one. Okay. And he hit me up. I was like, yeah, you got the part. You know, we're going to start. I'm like, right. I'm like, let's get it. That's dope, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so tell the people when the film actually comes out and, 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 and what other characters that y'all really think that the people that's going to go see the film should pay attention to? Uh, so the film, we're doing a premiere at the Studio Movie Grill February 9th. Uh, so that kind of like will be the only time, mm-hmm. well, not the only time, but for a while to, for the audience to be able to see the movie. Okay. Uh, before it's in the only uh, streaming networks or anything. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Tay Course, he's the main character. Uh, yeah. Another character I think the audience will like, or probably dislike, uh, is the, uh, Jack. Jack? Um, his name Jack Voss. Yeah, he actually moved to L.A. Okay. Um, he plays the character Gus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, his character, so his why are they not going to like cool. him? He, he be drawn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you can't really tell how he be drawn because you're probably going to be giving away the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably a little bit. But yeah, people people mm-hmm. will dislike them. Uh, so after it comes out on the ninth, then you're saying it's going to be on streaming networks. Tell the people uh, how they can kind of like after it come out, where, where they, where can they go to check out the film? So the, that'll mm-hmm. probably be a while. So what I do is I'll hit have the uh, premiered, and after that mm-hmm. we'll uh, do like a um, film festival circuit. So we'll see okay. all the film festivals and right which ones we get in and stuff like that, and see how the movie do right. And then we'll take it from there, pretty much. Whether yeah. Amazon Prime, right? Grab this. Uh, hopefully, um, Netflix, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. So, are you already working on a new film now? Are you already in the process of starting another film? Nah, man, this took a for real. This shit took a minute. This one took a minute for real. Yeah. So you not so so you right now you don't know when you gonna go back into your creative bag because I mean, you got a lot to do with this film. Yeah. I mean, like I'm mm-hmm. always in like as like a filmmaker, I'm always in my creative bag. It's just knowing like all right, what I'm gonna do with some like I got films in my head, like every like I wanna do this, I wanna do that. Right. I got like a couple films in my head that I wanna do. Right. Um mm-hmm. and usually I always know like what character what characters I wanna use mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's just when I'm gonna do it. So I right. I'm gonna do this, I wanna put my all on like the promoting this through the film festival okay. and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then Go about okay. What's what's going to be the streaming service we use? Right. Yeah. Okay. Is it hard being independent? Tell tell <laughs> people that are kind of like independent or dreaming of being film directors, writers. Tell them about the independent grind and, and what what's important. One thing they need to know that's important when you're trying to do the independent film route. Uh, I say just do it. Like you can't mm-hmm. wait on anyone. You just gotta like. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> he know like he, right. he and he's the main character. And he knows like we 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 get it done no matter right. what. Whether yeah. we rather we gotta 
change a scene, right? right. We gotta make a one location look like something, something else. else. Uh, okay. Yeah, we get it done. Rather rather I'm holding the camera, doing sound, uh, right. I have another actor doing sound, running yeah, sound, right. or holding the camera, you know, we get it done. So I mean yeah. that's one thing I know with filmmaking, like just just go get it done because if you keep waiting for people mm-hmm. It's not gonna never happen. I mean, unless you got some money to throw around, but right. <laughs> you know, like we don't got that. Yeah. We fathers, we gotta take our kids. Right. I feel you. So, what do you think about? All right. So th- this is what I want to know because I feel like now black people are really starting to see the fruits of their labor compared to ten years ago, twenty years ago, like Taraji P Henson, Tyler Perry. Do you feel like these actors and directors are opening the doors for you because they're getting step, they're taking steps and strides in places that wasn't before when it was just Denzel and Wesley Snipes. You had New Jack City, Mo Better Blues, you had Spike Lee, but it was just kind of like narrow. I feel like now the 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 success is widening and opening up for you. Do you agree with that, or yeah. you think it's still we still need a lot of work for blacks to really succeed in in movies? Uh, I think it definitely changed. Okay. With, with, definitely with Tyler Perry. Uh, yeah. And like used Taraji and, and right. things like that. It definitely opened up. And I think that's because of the you know, like social network and stuff like that. And everybody just going out like the independent way. Yeah. Like, kind of like when, when the independent wave hit uh, right. music. Yeah. Like everybody went independent and stuff like that. So I think it's coming back like with film. Okay. Yeah, there's so many outlets to, right. to showcase your films and, you know what I'm saying, to get money to mm-hmm. to do this and that. Right. All right, so I want to change gears. I want to know, what's your favorite mo- moment of Kobe Bryant's career? What is one of y'all moments that y'all sit back like, damn. Uh, like, he really did that. Like, he really went beyond, beyond. And some people argue that Kobe Bryant surpassed Jordan. Like, Kobe Bryant's impact is bigger than Jordan's. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, I think Kobe... His impact is definitely bigger than bigger than Jordan's. Really? I think let, let, so. When I think me, about so, tell me why you think that. So when I think about basketball, I think about two people. I think about Kobe, then I think about LeBron. Then okay. then Jordan come along. Okay. To me, to me personally, is that because you didn't really get a chance to see Jordan? Yeah, I feel like I seen a lot of Jordan. I still think I seen a lot of Jordan. I watched Space Jam about twenty times. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't seen one at court though. And I seen AI cross him over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you, yeah. seen a, you seen the bad Jordan? You ain't I seen him on. I seen him on. I seen him on the Wizards. The Wizards. That's why. Nah, but I just uh-huh. just cold for. But yeah, like you said, growing mm-hmm. up, Kobe and and LeBron was right. like it. Like I used to want to be like Kobe. Right. Growing up, and then yeah. LeBron came out, and I like switched gears. Like I'm gonna be the next LeBron. But right. Kobe was always like, uh, just like Kobe. You know, it was like you, yeah. when you think of Kobe, you think about the best. Yeah. And uh, my favorite moment with Kobe, mm-hmm. to be honest, I used to have this DVD that I used to watch. It was called Air Alert, and it was, and I used mm-hmm. to watch Kobe highlights. And, okay. And it, that was kind of like my best. It was best called moment. Air Alert. Yeah, it was like it was kind of like the video, like the jump high and stuff like that. Oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> but, but I remember his uh, yeah. his Lower Marion. I started like, man, I'm going to Lower Marion. I want to go to Lower Marion so bad. Like that's right. the high school I wanted to go to. You did? I wanted to go there bad just because of Kobe. Yeah. Did you ever like try to sign up? You on your pop? Because you know your pop was making sure you was yeah. You was straight. And I actually had a chance to go to uh, not Lower Marion, but I think it was. Uh, 
Penn Penn Charter. Okay. But I but I messed up and yeah. went to public school. Uh, yeah, you got in trouble and all of the other dumb yeah. shit. You know. <laughs> Met you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's extreme. laughs> That's all, man. And what about you, man? What's your favorite moment of Kobe Bryant, man? Man, my favorite moment is mm-hmm. um the game where he uh he mm-hmm. popped his Achilles mm. and he shot the uh the the last two free throws. He made both free throws, and then you know they came out to try right. to kind of help him. And he was he yeah. walked off under his own power, right? Because that just spoke to who, who he was, like that Mamba mentality, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like you said in the um, mm-hmm. like like he said in the clips you were playing at the beginning of the podcast when he right. was like Shaq hit him with the elbow, like man, you good? Like man, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I'm good. Like you know, yeah, like, like I'm like, straight. I'm straight. Like, like it just shows you who he was, man. Right. Like he yeah, had that yeah. that mentality that right. that never quit. Like pain is 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 just a mental thing, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's definitely. Is that something that y'all both try to carry and and, and kind of? try to live through your professional careers having the mamba mentality yeah definitely because i definitely don't stop like i just man i get it done like no matter what he know and i feel like uh like tay is like one of the most reliable like not even just to say actors like people (laughs) (laughs) that i I work with yeah like i call him up and he's like yo listen i need this and that right um he's definitely there Okay. And it was like that even from like when he said when I met him on, the, on my short film, it wasn't even a big role. And he okay. traveled all the way from Delaware. I actually thought he traveled from Maryland, mm-hmm. but for that's real? where he was from. Yeah, yeah so he traveled from, from Delaware. Yeah. So uh, everything we shot, we shot in Philly. And every time we shoot, we know he's the main character. He's in almost he's every scene. Mm-hmm. So he traveled like all the time. Yeah, that's called dedication, man. And that's yeah, and, man. and this the thing that's, <laughs> that's this dedication. wasn't even the only project he was on. So. Mm-hmm. This is one of the projects that he was right. working on. Right. And he put his all into it like it was his. I mean, that's the best people to work with when when you tell somebody what you want to do and yeah, yeah. Sh- you know what I'm saying? share with them and they mm-hmm. and they put that um mm-hmm. passion into it the same as you. Right. Now let let's let's change gears a little bit. So I don't know if y'all know, but Lil Wayne got a project dropping on Friday. Now that's one guy that definitely has the mama mentality <laughs> when you look at his whole career. Lately he's been kinda off. But what do you, what you can you expect from the legendary Little Wayne with the funeral project dropping Friday? Do y'all think it's going to be good? Do y'all think he's going to be back to set the tone, or you think people at this point is kind of like leaving Wheezy where he's at, and everybody like Gunna, Young Thug, all these other guys are kind of like taking strides to be real great, and he's past his prom and he needs to give it up, like Jordan gave it up when he was with the Wizards. What you think? I don't know. That's tough, man. Because it's like <laughs> it's it's tough because like I feel like we, because I feel like I feel like Weezy can turn it on, man. When at you know moment. at any given moment, but right. I but I also you know the last couple albums I was like I, I need that Carter to Wayne. Like where you at, man? <laughs> you know when he was killing the mixtape scenes. That's the right. that's the Weezy I like, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like mixtape Wheezy, man. Yeah, that's what Jay, yeah. that's what Jay Z always said. Yeah, the DOA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mixtape Wheezy. Yeah, them yeah. dedications. dedications. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, and I tell people dedication <laughs> yeah. too to me is the best yeah. mixtape of all time. Yeah, yeah. It's not even close. It's like he was in a whole different bag. different zone. Yeah, different zone, man. And yeah. that's you know. Absolutely. So if he can get back to that, mm-hmm. then, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a big Wee. I'm not a big Lil Wayne fan. You not? Uh, nah. 
I just think. Yeah, I don't fuck think, you ain't a Wayne fan, bro. Like I said, I like the. Where you at? was killing shit? No, no, I like the. What is that? The Carter too? Yeah, Carter three, Carter one. That's the Jungle Hustlers music going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's probably like the last album I really banged with. Anything else after that was like, I don't know. Then then it was the Gilly phase and with the with the like. Then it was like, oh man, you know, I don't know. All right. I mean, but yeah, I don't I think. think funny, I mean, if if he still got it, you got it, man. I'm right, listening. right. I'll be listening, right. man. I listen to this uh, Eminem album that Jim's crazy. The new one. Yeah. Yeah, I do like it. Yeah, I like it. it. I give so, it four. Yeah. I give it four mics. I give it four yeah. mics. So I mean, Wayne can still. I don't know. See yeah. what he can do. See, see what he can do. Probably need the auto tune or something. Yeah. Something, <laughs> you a wild boy. Now before we go, man, I want you to give me your top three movies of all time and why. Oh man. I hate doing that because I got like a million movies. That well, I, that just I give I me love. three. Don't give me a million. <laughs> give see. me three. I got my Boys in the Hood. Okay, number one. Yeah, number that's, three. That's number. That's number one. Number one. Oh, alright. Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Crash. Okay. And just another one. I don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, what's the name of this movie? Meteor Man. Really? <laughs> it, it, oh, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's. That can't be number three for but, you, bro. But see how that I break it down. Tell is, me how you break that down. So, man. like, so basically, all three of those movies is broken down pretty much in like three different genres. Okay, so, I'm listening. So, Boys in the Hood is like one in that drama. Mm-hmm. Crash is like one in the other genre, and then and where would Meteor Man fall? It's in like another genre. That's like the just the mm-hmm. make which you know that's the genre where it's like okay. Like make your film, you know, like Robert Townsend, like he just, you know, what I'm saying, make his film. So that's why I, I like got a drink, so man. Cause you. <laughs> Sorry, Robert Townsend. I, I like, I like, I like, I like Hollywood Shuffle better than fucking Meteor Man. Yeah, Hollywood Shuffle too. That, that's a good one. <laughs> you a funny so, boy, I got man. so many movies. Like when they come out, like, <laughs> but man, you a director, man. man. I thought you was gonna say shit like Color Purple. You know what I mean? I don't or, like Color Purple. That's a masterpiece, man. Fuck wrong with you, man. That shit is a classic, bro. I know you might not like it, but that shit is a classic. What about Robert De Niro movies and Denzel movies and shit like that? What about Eight Mile and shit like that? Like where you put movies like that at? Where you put fucking uh Baby Boy at? Where you put so Brown Sugar and The Wood and Oh yeah, brown sugar. My all the oh, so the wood is like my. To be honest, the wood is like my number one pride movie I've seen the most times. Oh, for real? Yeah. What about Love Jones? Uh-huh. Uh, that's all right here, there. I mean, that's a good movie, but you know that was like. But the wood definitely. Yo, you so funny, nigga, man. I can't fuck with you, man. Well, listen, man. This is your boy DJ Bugsy, and before we go again, tell the people how they can see it, how they can check it out. And different things like that. And somehow they can follow you. Right. The whole nah. Give them the whole scoop, bro, before we go to this music break. All right, so my Instagram is Twine Live Loud. T W O N L I V E L O U D. The page for the film is mm-hmm. League 215 Movie. Okay. Uh, league is in Basketball League. Uh, tickets are on sale. The link is in my bio. Okay. Um, the link is in the movie bio. February 9th, Studio Movie Grills, Red Carpet, tickets, 5 p.m. to uh, my 7 p.m. Uh, it's going to be a great event. He was actually supposed to bring me some tickets today. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to send you the link. Oh, all right. Send yeah, me the link. Yeah, we see five heartbeats. We'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
you want me to nah. cop up, my nigga. I get it. <laughs> no, no, now, I got tell you. Tell the people how they can, you know, connect with you, bro. Oh, yeah. My IG is yeah. at Wante, and that's at underscore J-U-A-N-T-E. Okay. And the ticket link to the movie is also in my bio. Okay, so there you have it. Make sure you check out League 215 dropping February 9th at the Studio Grill on 69th Street. Support my bro. And I appreciate you saying that earlier, man. I wasn't expecting that. So, you you know, my, 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 my business acumen rubbed off on you. So, I appreciate that, good brother. Free labor, man. You still owe me a check. <laughs> this nigga. If I owe you a check, shit, Kobe not dead. And I ain't trying, you know, wish nothing bad. You know, rest in peace to my man, Kobe Bryant. We be back on the other side. This is Letter to Nipsey, man. Shout out to Meek Millie, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just left your viewing at the Staples Center. Obama wrote you a letter, yeah, you made it, nigga. I even heard you had some plans to come to Vegas with us. And them suckers could never kill you, it only made you bigger. And every time I see some fire, I see blue. And every time I close my eyes, I see Snoop and I see you. When I be on the west side, you know how we do. Hustle and motivate, turning one into a two. Two and a four. Hurt my heart, I see you on the floor, do it for the hood. But I don't even want to do it no more. When these niggas you do it for, that shit you and all. Only thing I can say is you with a law. Blessing. And I ain't finna say that like I'm your main homie. But when we lost, you ain't really put some pain on me. Got me scared to go outside without that flame on me. And when them niggas went against me, you ain't changed on me. Told me it was wrong to write some of my longest nights. You made me cry, nigga. And I don't cry, nigga. You the first one made me feel like I could die, nigga. Cause real niggas never die, you know the vibes, nigga. Yeah. Couple days ago, was chilling with my youngest. Seen your kids on the gram, it made me sicker to my stomach. And as the marathon continue, we keep running. But I'm like, damn, I wish you seen that pussy coming. I wish I had coming for real. How many tears did you cry when you lost someone? We did this shit out for the gutter, Did this shit for my little brother, whoa, Had to stand through these tears, cause I see you every time my eyes close. Asking myself why you had to go, but only God knows. I was in Miami when I lost you, I ain't talk about it. I remember I bawled out in tears when I saw your body. And a flight back home, had cold days in LA. Had to turn off my phone, throw on the shades and mess. You know about wishing going blind to hide your tears. Had a lot of murder on my mind, but in God I fear. Took Yachtin and Crenshaw around the globe in a year. Remember riding solo nights, escalades in my rear. I just hustle, motivate, be prolific, hold down the state. My big brother hustle the great. I know Kyrie Supreme relate. I know J Rock Hoggy relate. Black Sam Adam relate. Peter J Stone relate. Lauren Pac Man, it's love. I wanna see you. I wish I knew when the storm came. How many tears did you cry when you lost someone? We did this shit off of the go Did this shit for my little brother. Had to stand through these tears, cause I see you every time my eyes close. Welcome back to Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. This is your boy DJ Bugsy, episode 69. And I got some guests in the building. Listen, when I tell y'all these people is representing for Philly all the way, 
Big shout out to my man Wild Tuna from Hip Hop really? since 1987. He doing the B.I.G. I got my girl Lady T from the Hood Genius Podcast. And I got my man Mr. 100. He is a true Kobe Bryant fan and Laker fan. And we here to talk about Kobe Bryant, among other things. But before we get into Kobe Bryant, I want to start off with hip hop because hip hop is my passion. As Wild Tuna know, he's been rocking with me since Deli Grind days. Shout know. out to my bro, Tone Trump. I remember that first interview, classic interview. So first, man, I want to talk about Hip Hop in 97. You're doing a lot of good things in the city. I also want to talk about where do you think Hip Hop in 97 was five years ago? And now that you're at the helm, where is it at now? And where y'all trying to take it? Um, First of all, man, I appreciate you for having me out here again. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt, bro. It's always it's a blessing always, to keep yeah. this thing moving. Yeah. So for everybody that don't know, follow me on Instagram and all that, at Wild Tuna. I am a journalist over at hiphopsis1987.com. We're the number one independent blog on the East Coast. You hear me? That's number a fact. one. That's you a can fact. Google us and all that. Look us up. We up there. Okay. Um, so That's we working, up, man. And, um, mm -hmm. To answer your question, you said how how it was where five. it was five years ago mm -hmm. and where is that now and where y'all trying to take it? Because um, I know five years ago you wasn't in a position that right. you're at now, right? Right. So tell me how you made that transition. Because um, you really used the, to do. You yeah, used to be an artist. Yeah, I used to be an artist. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah, break that down for yeah, me. Yeah. So basically, um, mm -hmm. ownership changed. Okay. Um, the, the, you, yeah. What happened to Brian? Because uh, a lot of people, that's like a question I always. He's still around, but he 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 not hands on right now. You know what I'm saying? He put okay. people in place to just you know what I'm saying take off. Okay. We gotta, you know, shout out to the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Shout out yeah. to the old heads. Right. But it's just, it's some young fellas out here that's you know that's doing it. carrying the flag right now. You know what I'm okay. saying? We able to run around and do what we gotta do. Right. You know what I'm saying? People got other mm -hmm. endeavors that they involved in. Okay. So basically five years ago, mm -hmm. you already know Hip Hop is 87 was everywhere yes, doing their thing. It was is a staple in, in the, the hip hop computer and, and, and the community hip -hop period. In general. Yeah. Yeah. Um and right now mm -hmm. we just taking it to a level where we trying to make it a household thing now. You know what okay. I'm saying? Okay. Make it more of a mm -hmm. a lifestyle thing. Like hip hop is a culture. It's not just a we sectioned off and we can only handle music and we dive into the fashion. Right. We've taken it over to all, all kinds of different platforms. Okay. And able to, you mm -hmm. know, get more people involved in art in general, you know what I'm saying? Into right. the culture in general. So okay. you know, we just moving, pushing everywhere across the globe, you know what I mean? Right, right. So we gonna debate later, man, but I'm yeah. not gonna debate with you right now. All but right, we a got bit. a couple <laughs> debates coming up, man. Cause this me and this guy always debate about hip hop. It's, it's so fun though. It's so it's so dope right. to have somebody that, that you can talk to about hip hop and we can kinda like correspond each other's ideas. I love shit like that. Right. But I got my girl Lady T. I wanna introduce y'all to Lady T now. Lady T is the fiery person on Hood Genius Podcast. I want to talk about how you met Mr. 100, how the podcast started. I just want the people to know about y'all before we start getting into Kobe and different things like that. Okay. Um, yeah. I would like to thank you for having us on the show. Oh, no doubt. I don't know that gentleman. I just know that we was invited here and I just asked for a ride over here. I'm just messing with you. You know how I am. <laughs> you already yo, know. You already yo, know. Yo, she wild as shit. She wild as shit. I know, actually. Yo, Lady T, what the fuck, y'all? She, she, she don't even got no liquor in it. She got H2O with the fucking lemons. She got H2O with the fucking lemons and she's still cutting up. She's cutting up, she y'all. Stop love, baby. Up. It's me. I was she born this way. Oh, shit. Well, go ahead, Lady oh, okay, T. Okay, shit. All right. Um, so basically, <laughs> I met uh Jamil. Mm. Okay, yeah. Uh at work. Okay. Oh, okay. And we just clicked from there. Like we just became 
brother and sister from the rip, from like, the rip. like just tight. Right. And um, how we actually got started with the podcast, he actually was doing it by himself for a minute. Okay. And then um, he was like asking around, and he was like, you know, maybe yeah. I should get a you. Co-star. Yeah, a co-star, right? Right. Yeah. So I was like, I don't like how I sound like my voice. He was yeah. like, ah, oh, cut it out. So um, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So we actually did um. Okay. A show on Thanksgiving. Okay. I was fired up off, you know, the wine or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so we had or whatever that night. And mm-hmm. things went well. And we just took off from there. And we've been okay. doing it since 2016. And wow. I mean, you know, I, I like to talk. He like to talk. I got to give y'all a clap for that because that's, that's, that's called hard work and dedication. Yeah. Yeah. Hard work and dedication. Most definitely. Most yeah. definitely. See, y'all got a year up on me because I, tar- I started in 2017, but, you know, that's another story. So, now, talk about your, your journey, bro. You know, Mr. 100, this brother knows hip-hop. That's why I know that this debate is going to be very intriguing mm-hmm. because you got opinion, I got opinion, while Tuna got opinion, and I know you got an opinion. So, tell me your journey, bro, how, yeah. how it started for you because you started before she came on. Yeah, well, as far as the podcast thing, just yeah, the podcast. Well, you right. can, whatever you feel all like right. the people need to know, just just break it down for them. All right, well, mm-hmm. everything like this. This is one hundred from Hood Genesis Podcast. You can follow us at Hood Genesis Pod on Twitter, Facebook, all that, all that. So basically, mm-hmm. everything started with me mm-hmm. when I had I was just getting out of the music industry. Okay, uh, I was an artist manager A and R at an yeah. indie um, record label. Okay. And I was, it was like shut. Everything was shutting down. So yeah. I'm like, damn, I, I love this music thing mm-hmm. more so than hip hop. Right. I still want to stay connected. So I started doing the blogging. Mm-hmm. Blogging, you know, I got tired of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Then I started doing managing a couple of rappers on the side. Okay. And I just felt like, yo, um, mm-hmm. they was just. It's they just too much, much with work. Them. Too much you know work. what I'm saying? And those who are familiar with the uh, the, mm-hmm. the hip hop scene in Philly, when you dealing with a lot of Philly rappers, it's a lot you dealing with. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Getting phone calls in the middle of the night. Yo, I'm down at the roundhouse. Can you bail me out? My my stash yeah. money is next to the Nike box. Next Yo, to this. You know what I'm back. saying? Like bring that shit back, bro. Bring that shit. Like. Yeah. Bring that, listen, shit, I, bring that shit back. Tell me your experience with artists. Listen, yo, when I was managing <laughs> right. rappers, more so here in Philly, okay, I always had to deal with getting phone calls in the middle of the night. Yo, bro, I'm down at the roundhouse. Can you go get my motherfucking money? Is next to the stash, next to the Nike box, next to the box with the Timberlands in it. But you want to get this one? Nah, man, look, man, I'm not doing all that, man. What did you do? But... Anyway, I got tired of chasing that and waking right. up to these phone calls right. in the middle of the night. I felt yeah. like these was like, they was my sons. And then we having business meetings, you showing up with packs of coke on you. Damn. Yo, ho, ho, what are we Allegedly. doing? Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I, I sent them home, no real right. talk. Like, yeah. I'm, like we, we, uh, we conducting business, you got to go home. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not doing that, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I still want to remain close. To the right. game, to you the know game. what I'm saying? Right. And so how, um, how can you how can you be a part of the game? How can you be a part of the hub of entertainment, hip hop, yeah, and the, and the media yeah. game? Yeah. So I started seen. listening to all these different podcasts. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorites back then that I used to listen to mm-hmm. was Com Con uh, Combat, um, Combat Jack. Jack. Yeah, um, the legend. You know, uh, rest in peace, rest to Combat in peace. Jack. He was yeah. the first Reggie person O's I heard. Said. 
and a podcast, and that's how I got onto it. Combat yeah, Jack. yeah, absolutely. Rest yeah, so I was like, damn, this is really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, Reggie Osei, he was right. an entertainment lawyer, lawyer and all initially, that. yeah. And I'm like, yo, he still love hip hop so much that he created a podcast to keep himself so, into the into the games. Right. I, I love that. So I wanted to do the same thing. Right. So I ended up saying, like, I'm going to start a podcast, but it was going to be mm-hmm. music-based. And right. what I did was I uh, interviewed my first, mm-hmm. if you go way back, the okay. first interview is with my artist that I was managing. Okay. She was Medina Starr. I got to shout out Medina Starr or whatever. Yeah. First artist I managed, first album that I a and R and everything, you know okay, what I'm saying? Yeah. Put out, and she was the last female rapper that actually did a song with Guru. Real talk, like that's a whole nother story, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but I was like, yo, this is missing something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I need yeah. a co-host, right? So I switched everything up, and, and got, I was and like, yo, Lady T. yeah, I had her Lady T as a guest on a Thanksgiving episode, mm-hmm. and she did her thing. I, the and reaction was that she was getting it. from the listeners, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, well. Well, we how we talk mm-hmm. on, anyway off right. the mics. I said, "Yo, we just add the mics to it and just be ourselves." Because she was nervous. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. When I went, but the chemistry was there. The chem- it was there. It was natural. It was a rap. Yeah, she was a natural with it. You know That's what I'm saying. Dope, man. And I I thought of the whole mm-hmm. theme, hood geniuses. It's a play on words because it's always you know stigmatized that the herb everybody in the hood ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? And right. I, I wanted to take away from that. Like, yeah. let's bring light to the geniuses that are in the hood. Like, cause there oh, are geniuses. I like people that. that are geniuses. And that's how you came up hood. with the name. Yeah. That's so dope. I that's reached dope. out to like probably like 20 people. Group texts like, yo, what you think about this name? What you think about this name? And everybody, everybody was, was like, rocking with it. And then I got the logo created by yeah. some boy out Cali. Can't even find him no more and shit. You know what I mean? But shout out him, $50 yeah. for the logo. Dope. You know and here mean? you are. Yeah. Real Dope, talk. man. I appreciate that, man. God just intervened. He made it yeah. seem so nice and everything like that, man. He was like, Ike me. Like, get on this mic and talk like this. And Girl. I was scared. Like, it wasn't that sweet like that. You know, I was oh, scared. Wow. He was you like, was... I was nervous. I was scared. He was yeah. like, get on the mic. He's going to get you get on, on the mic. <laughs> get on the mic. All right. So yeah. I, let's, em- let's embrace the beat. So I want to talk about 2019 and who had the best year. And according to Wild Tuna. Yeah. Who did you talk about that? I want you to tell me why you think they had the best year and why they are the number one record label in hip hop right now. And shout out to Benny the Butcher. He's going to be performing live this Friday. Right, right. They're going to be at the TLA, man. Griselda Records, man. Listen. Griselda. Yeah, tell me why they number one, bro. Because they are, man. Number one. Who else talking hip hop? Who can you get the essence from that's making music right now? He. We talked about it before. We was naming names. So I know what he about to say. But on, everybody man. you about to name, they ain't dropped an album last year. You know what I'm saying? They just know music from them. I know a couple of them might have been on soundtracks for, mm-hmm. you know, movies and dope movies and all that. That's right. cool. But we hip-hop fans. Right. So when I want some hip-hop, right. I'm going to Griselda Records. You know what I'm saying? Benny the Butcher. Right. Conway. The Conway. Whole, shout out to, shout, shout out to Conway. Shout out to they, they killing it. Westside Gunner. all label. Them. But, West Side Gun, but let me the just whole let label, me just say this, man. That's, I, the, that's a major statement. The whole label is popping right now. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. a fact. 2019 mm-hmm. was the year. I can't deny it. But this is where the butt coming at. So me and him had a debate, man, and I said TDE versus Griselda, and I still feel like TDE 
is over them. Now, music-wise, TDE haven't put nothing out. I get it. But they did drop the Black Panther soundtrack last year, which got great reviews, nominated for a Grammy, actually won a Grammy for That's Cinema dope. Grammy. That's dope. We know how they do the hip-hop at the Grammys, but go ahead. Yeah, the Shammys. <laughs> yeah. I get it. The Shammys. <laughs> I get it. But... <laughs> I, listen, bro, I really like them. I, I think Conway, Benny, just like Drake said, they are cutthroat hip-hop. They're pure hip-hop, just pure. like Pusha T did on Daytona 500. I get it. Right. But TDE, <laughs> for me, as a collective, is too many. They got too many men, bro. It, it, it's just... It's Where they just at, too, though, man? They going to show you in 2020. Yeah. Where they at? Well, we talking about who had the best year of 2019, so that sounds like you agree with me on that one. No, I, I don't agree with you. Oh, listen, I don't agree with you. Now, musically, if you want to talk about active-wise, yeah, I agree with that. But if we just talking straight label versus label, it ain't about active, TDE got that. You think? We're going to see. But Good. come on, if bro. There's nobody if take, on their label that can mess take, with, with Kendrick, bro. No, you gonna put it all in one person. You can put no. I will even put J-Rock in there. J-Rock get busy. You can't put J-Rock in there against my Him. man. He don't get busy. That he get album, busy. that he last get busy. album. He get busy, but you can't put him against Conway. You can't. Mm. It's a good battle. Mm. It's a good battle. It's a good. But where you get the essence from? This is where when I feel like I'm listening to. State so when you hear J Rock last album, you don't get the essence saying, from that. You know, I listen. Come I, on, it's not the same. I, I was trying Feeling to wait. Wise, it's not the same. I was trying to wait to get my opinion, but I gotta say, honestly, and mm. I'm a big. Griselda fan, but mm -hmm. I gotta say, honestly, if, if we talking J-Rock right now, mm -hmm. it ain't a project released by them that's better than that J-Rock project that came out in 2018. Because 2018, when that Nipsey dropped, right, and that J-Rock dropped, right. to me, that was back, they was, I was running them back and forth. I ain't mm -hmm. know, I ain't know which album was the best one. It's two years Even ago. Even to this, Mm. Yes, two years ago, but two years ago, Griselda dudes was still dropping them them mixtapes that sound the same. Yo, they all they all the sound the same. was hot though, and then if you they listen, to, they might sound the same. But if you listen to them as they hot and all, they might sound the same. Yeah, it's hot. They got the same but formula. Hot. But we talking about and the formula works. J Rock, and it's still right? working. It's, it's still working. But J Rock yeah. dropped the whole album. That's like you know, oh, it's all. What? I don't. I don't know. I'm listening. I, I can't. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. But that was one of the the, the best mm -hmm. albums for right. the hip hop. I'm. And listen, I, I ain't one of them dudes that 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 fuck with the Grammys and all that shit. Yeah, that's a shame. But, right. but that John was nominated. You it know was. What I'm saying? It J Rock album was nominated. Yeah. Yo, 2018. That's a listen. And then I gotta agree with DJ Bugsy because like them TDE dudes is. They different, this, man. They different, man. Listen, I gotta, and I'm gotta, a big fan of also Griselda remember, and them, man. You gotta also remember, I also feel like TDE got a slight advantage over Griselda when it comes okay. to production and okay. who they with in their market, too. So be, you, they from Buffalo. That's true. That's true. hard. That's, That's hard. hard. They're from yeah. Buffalo. That is hard. That's hard. And they, and they, and we talking and they about them Buffalo. against TDE. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. major to be the. Yeah, they, they out LA, the year, California. Yeah. yeah, I get <laughs> it. No, California is one of the biggest markets you facts. can get in hip hop. That's fact. And they California supports California, no matter what part of the, the they state you're from. And, and California huge. They in Buffalo. They not even getting love in Brooklyn and Harlem and none of that shit. They not getting love like that. Yeah. So for them to be able to mm -hmm. be in this conversation from Buffalo, oh. 
That's big. Oh, you oh, got, yeah, you got it. Even oh, Drake gave him a I, shout out in the interview. So. Yeah, I, I, I big yeah. them up. Like they right. ride is, is the, on another I, level. I call them the you know the modern locks. They yeah. like they so remind it, me of so, the locks. So Rock might have had the hottest 2018 album. But that Griselda was, Records had the number, number one 2019. Yeah, but I can label. listen to the album now and it's still better than He's this 2019. That's his opinion. That's his opinion. We got we all got our opinions, but <laughs> if we put it on paper, like all right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What record label's doing what? Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I love hip hop, baby. I love it, man. I love it, man. I really do. Now, all right, so the next debate was about Gilly the Kid. So can you please repeat what you said in the DM about Gilly? Because we didn't agree on that either. Longest reigning king in in Philadelphia in the music industry. You agree with that? King of what? 20 plus years. (laughs) Real talk. Music industry. King of I respect him. (laughs) He's been doing what he's been doing for 20 plus years successfully. We can't name another rapper that's been doing it for 20 years successfully. Man, listen, this probably gonna have people crying. <laughs> I might have oh, Gilly himself in my DM. <laughs> hold up, for hold what up. I'm, I'm about saying. to say. Oh, hold, hold up, before you say it, I got that shit, bro. Like, I got, <laughs> like, nah, I got, like, yo, no. Hold it, hold it. Hold up, let me, let me, let, let me let my man, please, let me let my man like Trey Songz give him a little song real quick. Yeah, please, we need an intermission. Uh-huh. I gotta go back home with you. <laughs> so, so what, what's your feelings on that? Because I didn't agree with it. Because Listen. he said that, and he brought up the podcast too, so you got to give him props on that. They just got a $3 million facts. deal yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, it. yeah, that's facts. Listen, so did it. All right. Now, when it comes to Gilly, and I'm talking about music, you know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about all the extra shit. I'm talking about, we talking about music. <laughs> right. All I feel is, though, how is he the king of Philly when you ain't even release an album, right? Being, no being, album. No, we're not talking no. about music when we say we just. No, I said no. I said music. I'm talking oh, about music okay, okay, when okay, it comes okay. to him. Okay. Right. All the extra stuff. He's a he's a better actor than a rapper. Mm. Hey, his he his catalog hey, acting. He's a great actor. Yeah, yeah his catalog like acting exceeds his music catalog. But like can you blame everything. Him? But listen, Some people might say I that about you. Gotta switch your hustle. Some yeah, people I respect like that. Stay rapping. Yeah. He used the music to get in because, like, right. I listen to the shout out, shout out to their podcast because they got a successful podcast, podcast and it's dope. Numbers, and right. I listen to it. And my whole thing is he transitioned his whole career, which was smart because the music wasn't working. He he says it all the time. Right. He wasn't no rapper. I ain't a rapper. I never was a rapper. Right. How dope but is that? I'm a music head and, and I'm all hip hop. So when I talk hip hop, right. he ain't the king of nothing. Who else ain't? He's not the king so of nothing. When, he's it talking, comes when it comes to, to music. Yeah. When it comes to music. Cool. Yeah. Cool. That's, yeah. Well, that but wasn't my statement. The other That's stuff. Cool. I can yeah. respect that. That yeah. wasn't my statement. The other so stuff. <laughs> he yeah. got it. The other stuff he got. That he do. Right. Yeah. He but that's what makes it great. And that's what makes him. Who he is. So that's why he the king of Philly in my eyes, because you doing everything he do is successful and he's getting the same support no matter what he's doing. So right. he just brought in his, his, yeah, his, I can his see that. platform I can and see his that. horizons. Right. So who else from Philly is doing more than music? Meek Besides just started, me. you know what I'm saying? Meek just started though. Technically Will Smith. Will mm. Smith, but 
He's not. <laughs> well, no. We, we <laughs> no, He's not the king of movies. Philly, though. Movies. He's he not the king. Yeah. Will Smith, I can't pull Will Smith. Will Smith's not walking around the Philly like that. Yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. We'll not do it. Hollywood. Yeah, we got the showcases popping. You know what I'm saying? We got the showcases for the youth popping. Yeah. He pop up all the charity events. He show love with all the artists that come out to the city. You know what I'm saying? He do. He do. He do. He everywhere. And even when he's not in the city, he respected outside of other places. So right, that's when true. You go to Philly, you know, they call him the king. Nobody said who said he wasn't yeah. the king yet. Nobody man, said. Listen, it. Nobody man, said. I, I, I'm just in music here. It's music with me. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's all music with me. Yeah. Like you know, right? Music, beats, lyrics, all that. That's me. <laughs> that's me. Hip hop all day, strictly hip hop. You know. Like yeah, yeah that's the, that's, that's how I had too. to. Take he had it, some man. hits though. He had some hits. We ain't gonna say Gillian had no hits though. We ain't gonna say hits. he had no oh, yeah, hits. He had, he had hits. hits. He had some hits, man. Well, hear that sucks. Look, that's the one song, that's the one song that's that I love that he did that was songs. more recent was Young Bull that he did with Quilly and them. Quilly and Lights Cameras. But that shit Who else doing songs with the whole city? That's not Billboard worthy. It's, it was it's a Philadelphia, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Philadelphia yeah. honorary worthy. Like yeah, who else definitely. putting on the whole city on a song with somebody who made more than a million dollars? You don't know another rapper who got a million dollars doing a song with other rappers in Philadelphia. Well, that's true. And not getting beat up or robbed on. Not even Meek doing that. <laughs> now, I have to right. agree on that. Yeah. That's what I'm I saying. Yeah, on Meek, Meek's only putting other celebrities on songs. King shit. Right. Yeah. 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 Gilly can go yeah. in the trenches and go record in somebody's basement. And, and then go record out in Kylie and Calabasas. And either way, it's the same. That's king shit. Yeah. Okay. So Seagull don't even okay. come in the conversation. Yeah, he hasn't been doing it as long. No, and what not successfully. Mean? What you mean? You know what I'm he, saying he has. He, had, he, he came has, out. He came out 20 but, years ago too. But though. what what else what did he do after uh-huh. he dropped the music though? You know what I'm saying he was in the movies. Yeah, right. But like, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I was up All late. due respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah, because right. musically, yes. Musically, yes. We gonna put him over Gilly musically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Overall, in the music industry, Gilly got this shit on lock. He doing everything in the industry. Movies, shows, podcasts, charities, merchandise. He got it all rolling. Man. Nobody else doing it. Signing artists, producers. Hey, I mean. Directing (laughs) movies. Well, speaking of Philly, I want to know from y'all personal experience and what y'all think, top five Philly MCs of all time. Mm. (laughs) Top Philly. Top five Philly MCs. Five. Five. It ain't even five. But I mean, yes, it is. Wow. Yeah, all right. What? <laughs> yes, it is. Damn, you're I mean, hard. Yo, you wild. He said it's not even five. five. I mean, I mean, come on, uh, man. You, got you can't be that hard. Going for, all right, I, I could do five. You got the short list. You might yeah. as well go first. No, I could do five. Right? I could do five. I could do five. I could do five. Um, mm-hmm. All right, I got to go number one Black Thought. Mm-hmm. I got to go number one, Black Thor. Mm-hmm. Number two, Seagull. Right. Um, number three. Mm. Damn. It's always tough, man. Yeah, it's tough, man. It really is. He um, got a lot of talent, man. A lot of talent. He talk about it. He don't even know. He... Damn. <laughs> man, it's tough, man. <laughs> well, man, I thought uh, you liked Bahamadia like that. I thought she yeah, was your, one of your Bahama. top... Not my top five. Oh, she, oh okay. She what about there, Eve? Not my top five. Not well, my damn. top five. EST. You got to give it to I a legend. Definitely, that's ESC. where I was, that's yeah. where that's I was, was stuck at. EST. EST. Yeah. Um, damn, yo. 
Damn, right, I'm gonna pass the mic no Bob yeah, Tuna. Yeah, Bob yeah, Tuna. Yeah, yeah. I like I like your first three. I'm gonna take your first three. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta add I gotta add Meek in there. I gotta oh, get yeah, a current. Yeah, I gotta add Meek, Meek in there. Meek did his thing. He did his um, thing. He did his thing. Definitely, uh, you know, definitely beans in the the fifth spot. Mm-hmm. I had to give the, I gotta give it to a legend like Schoolie D or somebody like that, that really paved the way. I gotta because right. you know the young the young boys right now they doing it right, but right. they don't got. That. I'm not gonna say they don't got it. Right, they have yet to show the longevity. Yeah. So I gotta give it to somebody who's actually did some staple in the game and music in Philadelphia. Right. So yeah, right. we gonna do that. I like okay. that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Damn. Dope. We got steady Black B, though. Thought, Black Thought number one when it yeah. comes. When it comes. Yeah, Black Thought yeah. my number one. But the only thing that I kind of like think about with that is Black Thought was never really a solo artist. That's so cool. does he still get number one? Because That's he cool never because put out solo projects. It's not about that. It's what we know. We know nobody's standing toe-to-toe with Black Thought right now. Okay, yeah. I can respect that. Nobody's yeah. standing toe to toe. He's a Jedi, but he is. <laughs> he's a Jedi. He is. Man. He is. He's a Jedi. But technically, breaking down, he never had the solo, except for the joints that dropped with Night Wonder. But and, and they trashed to me. I don't think they was trash. I just, right. I just it was for him. Tough. Yeah, for him. <laughs> I ain't to, think it was trash. For where so I, I put him at, it's, it's a tough <laughs> listen. For where I put Black Thor, I don't think it's trash if, though, it's bro. T- you going too far with that? They, listen, when I, I just I told, remember I told was, you. Yeah, yeah, I know what you told throw me. Throwaway songs, man. He could have left them thrown away. Them Jones, mm-hmm. I would have preferred to hear more uh, recent songs. Okay, like a lot of them songs that he had on EPs, they right. were saying them Jones like ten years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Five, right. ten years ago, right? Damn, thought you couldn't bless your fans with like, yeah, you know what I mean, like Absolutely. something currently, like damn, at least. Right from two years ago, mm-hmm. God damn, you know what I mean. Facts. And I just thought the uh, the first art, the first one, Knife Wonder, mm-hmm. that was doable. Okay. I could get through it. Right. But the the next draw, mm-hmm. I couldn't do. With, right. um Produced I know you're by about. Uh, what's I know his you're name? About. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't do it, man. All right, so let's change gears. That we all know that Kobe Bean Bryant lost his life um, the other morning to a helicopter crash. I want to know your thoughts because I know. We talk, you know, you know when it happened, and um, I want to know your thoughts because you was a big fan, Laker fan, ever since day one. So when you first got the news, where were you, and how did you find out, and what did it do to you, bro? Because I was I the first person that told you. No, I got a story about it. You was like the second person. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell me. It how. was crazy because um, when I when Kobe when I got the news that Kobe died, I got a text from shout out Q the question at SK, SKE Records. Yeah. Uh, he texted me and was like, yo, Kobe dead. That was all he texted. So I'm I'm thinking he clowning me because we talk, we go back and forth about sports and shit and all that. Right. So I was like, because the night before, yeah, LeBron, LeBron just passed him. So I was like, yo, I said, man, Kobe, Kobe's still the GOAT. He's still better than LeBron. He was like, no, nah, check the news. Kobe dead. And I was stuck. You know what I mean? I was just, I was laying in the bed, like stuck, watching Netflix. Like, yo, this ain't, this this ain't, ain't real. Right. So I'll try to go on CNN, ABC. Nothing was there. Yeah. So I went on Twitter because I know Twitter, for whatever reason, gets the news, news the fastest. Yes. Like, however that happens. And then, boom, Sir's Kobe, first thing popped up. You know what I mean? Dead from plane crash. That's all I knew. I didn't know about it. didn't yeah. say nothing about his daughter or anybody else. Like, right. So I was like, damn, devastated, man. Still devastated. 
You know what I mean? It's crazy, man. What about you, Lady Tay? Well, I was actually um, mm-hmm. out with um, my girlfriends and um, came across the TV, yeah. you know, that he was dead. And I was, like, my chest tightened up. I, I actually got had an anxiety attack because it was just unbelievable. Right. And then, you know, and as time went on, my phone started blowing up. And it was, you know, they were saying all his kids was on the plane with him. And then they were saying, no, it was just two. It was just one. one. It was just, it was very disheartening to um, hear that he had lost his life like that. You know, I was just lost the words, and I was right. like, he was just, he was doing a lot he that was. we didn't, a lot of people didn't know about. Right. You know what I'm saying? That was undercover. Yeah. And first thing popped in my head was, as soon as you're doing something great for the community or trying to start something better, that you, you lose, lose your life. Lose your life. So what that was think? my take. What's your thoughts, bro? I was at work when I when I, mm-hmm. when I found out. It's crazy, you know, because we in media, right? So. We usually get the news first on everything anyway. So we in the mix, I'm in the group chat. Mm-hmm. And I got, somebody had sent me in the group chat. I can't remember who exactly sent it. Like, yo, right. Kobe died in a helicopter crash. TMZ just said it. So I'm like, man, you know how I feel about TMZ, man. I'm like, yeah. man, fuck out of here. TMZ doing some nut ass shit to start the new year off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the then trip I was in. I see the, then they send me the link. And I'm like, or it was an Instagram post. They sent me the Instagram post. I'm like, yo, they put it out. Instagram, this shit must be real. Yeah. Then every then the text start rolling and I'm like, yo. And it's crazy because Kobe the reason I love basketball from the rip. Like Kobe Kobe Bryant's the reason I love basketball. Like no cat. Like a lot of people say when mm-hmm. I say I felt I still don't I haven't been on Instagram. That's why I didn't even post the show like that. Just cause yeah. I was tired of seeing the time. As soon as I pop up, I'm like Kobe Damn. Bryant, Kobe mm-hmm. Like and it was crazy because my daughter was wearing the Lakers jersey that day. My daughter, my uh, my mm. mom sent the picture oh, like, yo, she shit. wearing the Lakers jersey. Boom, right, old school John. I'm like, ah, boom. Yeah. An hour later, I get a, I get a John. I'm like, yo, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, it really, it really got to me. I still do. I'm still staying oh, off of online. God. You know what I'm saying? Like everything, I'm just staying <sighs> off. I'm st- tearing up a little bit just thinking about it. But like, I really like the game. I yeah. stepped. Away, I stopped watching basketball when he retired. That's how crazy it was. I just started playing, like, feeling LeBron. Like, all right, LeBron a Laker now. Yeah, well, let, let me let's see what we're going You know what I'm saying? Let's see yeah. if he stepped. But it was like, yo, I really stopped watching basketball when he retired. I'm like, yo, the game not going to be the same. Nobody got this mentality to play basketball. That's how I know to play basketball. Right. It's no fun to watch it. AI gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the only other player that, that, you know what I'm saying, that had yeah, that. That you gravitated to. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that. I had to take a break from um, social media as well because I just I had a problem with people posting the plane crash. Oh, I'm, yo, why? You took got, the word. Why? I got an right? argument. Like, you get out, out of, of my mouth? On my way here, I got in an argument on Facebook to why the point where <laughs> I had to, to tell that? somebody what my fault. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Look, and the that? crazy part about it, yeah. it's not the real crash. It's not him. That's some other shit. That's not Kobe. Like the shit. That shit had me mad. Somebody yeah. texted to me, and I'm like, I don't even remember who it was. It right. probably was some random motherfucker because they know I do media, but right. that shit burnt me to pieces, bro. I don't want to see somebody die. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's... Like, what even the fuck on the is news, wrong with y'all? The news, they said, we have, li- we have the footage of the last moments of blah, blah, you know what I'm saying, of what was going on on the plane. I said, oh, y'all got sound of this? I don't even, I don't even know if they played it or not. Right. I ended up turning it off. I'm yeah. like, I got the no. I don't want to hear none of that. Let's let it be what it is. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, the legend, man. Yeah. Man, what well, what y'all think his legacy is ultimately going to be? Now that we know that he's retired, but the sad part, he's never going to come back. He died. Like when when y'all look at his legacy, where y'all put him at? Where do y'all feel that he lands among the greats? 
Man, every like every like he was transitioning and not only was he a great basketball player, but he was transitioning into being known as a great human being. Right. Cuz he was doing so much. And that for, movie he got an Oscar for. Yeah. That he, cartoon. Yes, he was doing so much as a humanitarian and um investing well and right. and mm-hmm. uh, you know doing a lot of things for the communities and giving back and stuff like that. He was only going to get bigger at that like become legend status as being a humanitarian, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. And to go back and you know these past couple of days I've been looking at interviews from some of the players that was close to him like I didn't know him and Tracy McGrady was so close yeah I didn't know that either young and oh, he, so said, seen that clip. he said he yeah. said he wanted to die young but he said that before he had kids I don't think Kobe Bryant mentality was that way yeah. when he had his wife and his kids I think he said that as a young age so I felt like that was kind of like inappropriate to say it was you know, at the time, because, you know, people were still grieving, his wife, his kids, you know. So yeah. sometimes I feel like sometimes when we're grieving, we're going through things, we say things because we still mentally not there either. So I don't put it on all on Tracy McGrady, but I did feel like that was inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Just like I feel like it's inappropriate right now that Dr. Umar Johnson is posting these conspiracy theories, you know, on, on social media. media and all that shit. Like... This man and his daughter ain't even in the ground yet. Ain't right. even a funeral. You know what I'm saying? You posting these conspiracy theories, that shit kind of disrespectful. That's mm-hmm. my opinion. Because you trying to get, fuck, go viral and shit like that for your YouTube, get sound, you going to get them clicks and all that shit, man. Yeah. Like, that shit ain't cool, even man. With, even with 87, like, it was a debate. Like, we was waiting. Mm-hmm. Like, we was going back and forth. Like, yo, right. let's not post it. We can... Uh, post the update, but let's not give no details or whatever. Like out of respect for, mm-hmm. we don't know who if they his family knew for real. You right. know what I'm saying? Like we don't know. We yeah. just got it from TMZ. We have no other prior. You know what I'm saying? Resources. Information. Right. Information. So we going back and forth. Like no, let's not post it. Let's not post it. So we even delayed out of respect. Mm-hmm. Out of like at the end of the day, we yeah, it's news, but it's somebody's life. You know yeah. what I mean? Regardless if it was a famous individual or somebody who was homeless and didn't do anything at all. It's someone's life, you know what I mean? So we yeah. try to keep that same respect, but yeah. yeah, it's not the same. You know, you see how that social media shit go, man. It was like people bad. was just trying to get likes. And, and, and That's what they want. They want to go they viral off of somebody else. They didn't care. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad, man. Um, you know, uh, I want to say, man, to y'all and to everybody, and I felt like, after Kobe died, everybody was basically saying, like, we got to hug each other more. We got to show each other love. We got to call our grandmoms, call people that are older to let them know that we love them because, you know, life is so fragile and life is so short. So one thing it taught me, man, his death is that you definitely got to make sure your loved ones is good and check on them more often. It definitely taught me that. No matter how busy you get, whether you got a podcast, a job, whatever it is that you do, you got to show more light on that. And even down to the hashtag girl dad. I've seen a lot of that, and everybody posting their daughters. Even T.I. did it. Bugsy 58th Street did it. Like, a lot of people was posting their daughters, just, you know, letting, you know, paying homage to their kids, man. I think it's real important that right. seeing um, Kobe Bryant, the way he was with his kids, and just it's just giving you that, like, that extra oomph as a dad. Even if you are a good dad, try to take it to the next level. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm glad that you actually brought up that um, hashtag girls dad thing. Yeah. It was brought to my attention today that you actually had women that was posting up pictures of them and their daughter saying, using the same hashtag, girl dad. No, so it's like, see, yeah, that, no, that no, nigga, that no. nigga, the father ain't in her life, so I'm posting this using the hashtag. No, like, man. this no. ain't the time to use 
that kind of energy, that negative energy for what that hashtag represents. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's already, you know, that woman chose to lay down with that man that you consider ain't is a piece of shit to her, his child. Right. But exactly. this ain't the moment this for ain't you the to time voice for that. that. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? I and um, yeah, you know, I thought I thought that was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's wild. On, man. I ain't see that, but I'm glad you brought that to my yeah. attention. But I ain't see that. But coming from a woman's perspective, mm-hmm. let the man shine for a change. Right. Stop being so you know hard on men. It's bad enough you're already target anyway. Right. You know, and I mean, even when it comes to Father's Day, I hate to see you know women happy Father's Day. No, it's not. You're not a man. You're a mother. So right. you know, you have Mother's Day now. You got Father's Day, and right. I mean, I would never post nothing like that. Whether the father's there or not, that's just my perspective. And no, I, I get offended when somebody says Happy Father's Day or whatever, because I'm not. It's Mother's Day, you know. Right. That's all. Yeah, I respect it. Yeah, I'm you know? the same type. I yeah, agree. seriously. We can't debate on that one. No, <laughs> not at all. Super Bowl predictions. Yeah. Super oh. Bowl Kansas City, baby. No. Kansas City. Nah. I'll tell you why. Let me get there now. We can debate. Uh, oh, yeah, let's job. debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. That's nah. a good job. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> why so, do you think Kansas City, bro? They got the extra edge, man. Wow. They have the extra edge. They have the athletic quarterback who has an arm, who mm-hmm. is intelligent. Okay. Who's I a playmaker. That. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah he so, do his thing. So, right. what they got on the other side? Style defense that'll kill you. You see how many points they give up the last couple of games? I ain't I ain't gonna worry I about the stats. last couple. I'm gonna worry about the <laughs> overall season, bro. Overall, even overall, and, even and, overall. And our quarterback Jimmy Galapagos, mm. after the after he throws an interception, he has the number one passing rate. So mm. if he gets in trouble and throw an interception, his passing rate is one forty five point one. I like advanced this. stats. I don't like the basic stats. I like stats like that. Mm. That if my quarterback feels vulnerable or do some bullshit, mm. I know he going to bounce back on another level. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. MVP quarterback. What, Patrick? Patrick Mahomes. He not getting that this year. He not getting the MVP. That's going to Lamar. Listen, man, he's an MVP quarterback, though. But you think he getting that? It doesn't matter you know if he get it or not. But you I, just I ain't saying worried that. about if he get it. He is an MVP quarterback. We all know he is. That's not tickle. You know he's great. He's a great quarterback. You going to say he not great? You going to no, say he not no, top three? He, in the, he top three in the NFL? He definitely top know. three in the NFL. I say no. top five. Top, top five? five? Yeah. Top Even top five. Not top three. Yeah, he's definitely Jimmy in the top, top five. five. Yeah. Not are you, in the top are you, five. If you basing on the season or just overall? Even Don't matter. Yeah. Jimmy's not in the top five. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, see, Jimmy and, and is when a it game down manager. To, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's dope and all. Yeah. What it comes down to is, uh-huh. is their defense going to be able to stop the quarterback? We all know they can. Oh, that's cool. You got to stop well, the quarterback. Well, it's a different game. Well, they, they didn't play Patrick Mahomes all season. They all right, played well, quarterbacks. All I know pocket. is I'm gonna be I'm gonna be lights, camera, action. My eyes is gonna be locked okay. in because 49ers been my squad since I was 10 years old. Okay. I ain't oh, one man. of these fair weather fans yeah, or see, bandwagon fans. Oh, wow. I never been an Eagles fan, so I rock out with my Niners. That's Look, what it is. I don't like either team. That's why you know I'm looking at it from <laughs> game perspective. You okay. Know what I'm saying? Okay. You Kansas got the City. Chiefs. All right, well, we'll see I got on the 49ers. You do? Oh, you yeah. got the 49ers. Okay. Yeah. Now, I want, I would like to see Andy Reid get a Super Bowl. Right, you know absolutely. I would Andy, too, but not against my squad. You got to yeah. get a good it, squad. It's not going <laughs> to happen because this is that defense, this is man, that defense is extraordinary, man. They they fly to the ball. 
And then Kyle Shanahan, man, like coaching, that boy, his coaching is serious. That boy is he focused, get busy. man. Like, like he, get busy. he he gonna run, like he gonna do. Look, what's long working. as my team focus, don't go to none of these fucking parties. Don't get no pussy. <laughs> they going to Y'all Miami. Be good. They going to Miami. Don't get no pussy. They used to focus. It. They used focus to focus. Forty ers I need y'all to fucking focus. That's to, not happening. They from the That's Bay area. Happen. They used to turn it up. They gonna turn up. They were like, look, it's palm trees here too, my niggas. We might as well yeah. turn up like we usually do. Yeah. Yo, yo, you know wow. Well, listen, up. I appreciate y'all all coming on Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. You know, telling people how they can check you out, follow you, and all that good shit. Yeah, man. Check me out, man. Hip Hop Since1987.com. We got all kinds of dope articles, all kinds of dope events going on. And you put out an argument about Griselda and TV. Griselda, TDA. and yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, I had to read that. that shit, it was a dope article. I was, let's, let's put this on wax right now. I was one of the first to say they was number one, and now I see a lot of people talking this number one talk. I got the I got the time stamp though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, check me out, man. Wild tuna. That's wild with an E at the end. And tuna like the big fish. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on Instagram and all that. No Definitely doubt. lock in. No doubt. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Lady T. Hey, listen, just type in Hood Geniuses and we everywhere. We on. Listen. <laughs> Lady T. Y'all, I like how she got real fly. She no, got listen. real fly. Like, had to like, put that confidence out there. In, just type in Hood Genius and we the fuck there. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what fucking platform. We the fuck there. You ain't going to find no other Hood Genius but I, motherfucker. Listen, you Look know. for the fucking light bulb. Look for that ring. Listen, I know the logo. Don't get it twisted. Listen, this thing is bigger than Nino Brown, baby. Listen, we Man, a movement, I, you know? <laughs> Listen, well, this is your boy DJ Bugsy Do it for Hip Hop Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on Google Play, iTunes. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. Keep it hip hop. Peace.